Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Hope everybody's Sunday turned out to be quite relaxing, peaceful today. I'm going to start off by not attacking nobody tonight. I know, weird, right? But I'm going to start off without attacking no faiths and religions. I am on a higher mental note right now. So, as I want to first bring up to my peoples, is this. I have watched nature at its strongest. And we're talking, she can be a very, very vengeful person. She can send a fire to wipe out acres and acres of land. She can send volcanoes to take out whole cities and countries. She can send water to wash out whole cities and countries. She can send winds that are so powerful they can pick up a building and put it somewhere else. So to us that is on this planet that shares her might. I want you all to keep in mind that we are digging ourselves in deeper and deeper and deeper to the point where it's getting out of control. We're having holidays, colder winters. We're having out of season weather. Winter is coming during the summer. Summer is coming during the winter. Fall don't know what it wants to do. It's kind of scared to even put his head out there anymore. And the Wiccan God, they don't know what he don't know which one he is. One minute he's supposed to be about the harvest and the summer solstice, and the other one is supposed to be about the winter. And guess what? I think they're getting a little lost because they don't know when it's winter or fall either, or summer or spring. The birds are confused because they don't know if they should go south or just stay. Because the south is now freezing to them, so they're like, we ought to just stay here where we at. It's all about change, and I mean change for the good. I sit here every day and I listen to these people talk about, oh, well, by 2030, we're going to do this and by this and this. You need to start implementing those things now. Don't wait till 2030 to be at that point. You should already be at that point right now. Like, dude, you don't notice that something's not right. You're starting to see nature take back over the planet. Uh, I was out by River the Prairie the other day and today because I dropped off one of my peoples. And guess what was in the backyard? A deer. No, actually three deers. It was two tall ones and a little bitty one. And now, mind you, this is not that far from River Casino. And it's a hot skip and a jump from South Broadway to, uh, I'm trying to think what this street is. 
Lee May, not Lee May Ferry. Uh, yeah, Lee May Ferry, I think it is. No, no, not Lee May. That's uh, not Tessine. Is it Tessine Ferry? I think it becomes Tessine by Broadway. But anyway, South Broadway, you ride it on out and you take it to the county, it changes into something else when you get to the River of the Prairie and the River Casino. The crazy part is seeing those three deer out in the open, and they wasn't afraid. They were sitting there grazing on grass, and my piece is like, they come in our backyard. They drink out of our pond. I'm like, wow, that's that's nature. So you know if you got deer, that means you got coyotes. And not to mention the black bear population is coming back strong again, too. And I'm good. You got wolves in St. Louis. Drive slowly if you are by wooded areas, even if it's Forest Park, because you have to consider wildlife. And Man, forget Forest Park. You better drive slow down there by Broadway and all them other spots. Because guess what? Riverview? They're, they're on Riverview. No, not really. People don't realize it's real dirt out on Riverview. Be careful driving in general. Stop killing these animals. We don't have that many left. Like, if we lose certain animals, we're fucked on this earth. These, believe it or not, is a source of our life. And if they're gone, we don't have life. Strong words. And she's right. You need the bees. That's why I don't believe in killing bees. <laughs> I do my best not to kill a bee. I will even take some and kind of just like, kind of like whisk it away so that way it doesn't have to get killed because that's our honey supply. They pollinize the plants. They take pollen from one and give it to another. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I'm not into killing bees. People are like, oh, I can't stand bees. And I understand that people are allergic to bees. I got you. And I feel you on that. That's why you move away from the bee. But for the ones that just kill bees just because they see it and they just want to kill it. Save it for the wasps. Yeah, we kill wasps. They don't do shit. They hate the color white. Yeah, it angers them. It actually uh, makes them sting. So even if you're not wearing white, they can still see the white in your eyes. That's why mine is never white. <laughs> well, those are strong words, too. But, again, they are right. But it was some word I heard today. So they were saying that a scientist put out a report saying that Lyme disease is actually good for you. And I said to myself, Lyme disease is actually good for you. And they were making a joke about it on NPR, talking about, so next time I have explosive diarrhea, I'm going to say I have astro diarrhea. And I'm like, wow, okay. So, again, they're saying that the microbes that is in this disease is cosmic. And it is actually supposed to be a gift. 
So Lyme disease is supposed to be a gift to humankind, even though it can kill you. And you go cosmic. Get it? In that case, does that is it the same thing for dysentery? If we get dysentery, then you should think of it as a gift because nobody gets it anymore. I guess. I don't know. Shit yourself. I guess I was gonna go for it. My bad things. Well, my thing is this. We are so easy to kill. Even if we eat penicillin off of a plant or mold that creates the penicillin, correct? You will die. But yet they prescribe penicillin to you in medical form when you are sick and you need that quick fix, right? Because penicillin is the number one anti-everything that pretty much gunshot, stab, you get sick from some disease, they give you penicillin. They were giving out penicillin shots to the service when they were sending them off into other countries. So a fungus that is so toxic in its natural state can be broken down, reformed, and become medicine that treats more than a thousand things. So maybe the Lyme disease thing could be true. I'm not saying I want to test it out, but who knows? It could be like penicillin. It could be an astral gift of the creator. We just misinterpreted it the wrong way. Now, if you tell me leprosy is a gift, then I'm going to question that one. Yeah, if they come up and say, oh, leprosy is actually a gift. I will look at this science and like, okay, bro, now we have passed over this point of craziness. Jesus had to cure the leopard. See, right? So why in the world would that be a gift if he had to cure it? <coughs> so they say. I still think he was doing witchcraft because basically if you're mixing up stuff or you're touching people, that's a form of witchcraft. Or spell creating or mental health psychabilities and all these things that he possessed but yet they say witches are bad sound like he was a medicine man to me and a spiritualist so how is that bad if your creator's son was that way Give somebody else stuff a chance or don't say anything about it at all. My favorite words I say every Sunday night. Don't judge somebody else until you walk in their shoes or you see how their style is. Be respectful of other people, beliefs, followings, and faiths. And if you don't want to learn it, then don't worry about it. Let them do them and you do you, right? Just don't hurt each other. And I say this all the time. And I'm going to always say that. Who are we to judge somebody else? We got to <laughs> judge ourselves first. There's a lot of things that I regret. And I judge myself on all the time. 
But you know what? I can't pass it off on you, Dex. I can't pass it off on you, Uni. Can't pass it off on you, D. Can't pass it off on Jay. You know what I'm saying? Can't pass it off on Jen because it's my problem. And you can't judge me because of my problem. If you don't like my problem, what do you do? You walk away. Like, oh, well, that's your business. It ain't affecting me, so I don't care. It's like that old saying. Remember that joke I told you a long time ago about the island and the two dudes? It was three sets. It was a black set, a white set, and an Asian set or a Mexican set. People always get the third one to be wherever they want to make it. So there's trapped on this desert island. There's this giant cliff. So the two white guys are like, I want to know what's on the other side of that cliff. So they go running to see and don't realize it ain't nothing on the other side of the cliff and fall off the edge. The two Asian guys or Mexican or whoever you want to put in that spot, they walk up to it and be like, oh, look, look, look. Drop. See? Woo. But the two black guys is sitting, he say, man, don't you want to know what's on the other side of the cliff? The dude look in and say, dude, <laughs> it ain't bothering me. Why I curve was on the other side of that cliff? They better sit down and shut up. Because the black guys is like, bro, it is nothing important. I'm chilling right here. What do I need to worry about what's over there for? Curiosity killed that cat. And the white guys just went gun ho Like, they just didn't care. They was out of there. And then the other guys is like, yeah, see, we walked and we took our time to figure out we didn't want to go over that cliff. So that's the reason why I asked you to remember that joke. But like I say, people always can rephrase it. Same thing like the man who dies and goes to heaven and meets Jesus at the door in his mansion. Now, I know y'all all remember that one. Cite it for me, then. However you want to tell your story. Man dies and goes to heaven. He's greeted at the gates by Jesus himself. He says, wow, we Hi, Jesus. Hello. I'm going to show you around heaven now. They get to a door. Jesus opens it. And there is a man. A man with a bad name here on honor. Oh, I know him. He did this and that and this and that. Jesus looked at him and they walked to another door. And there is a woman that he honored. Oh, she did this and all of that and this. And she did this and that. Jesus looked at the man and they walked to the next door. And there was a pastor that knew. Oh, that pastor did all this, all such and such, all, all that good stuff. Jesus looked at the man and they walked to another door. This time he let the man open this door. He opened it. And there was just everybody staring at him. He looks at Jesus and says, Hey, what's the big idea? Why is everybody staring at me? They're all figuring out how to trying to figure out how did you get here? Being all judgmental and stuff. And the Lord casts them to hell. 
moral of the story is do not judge. Much like differences between everybody, no one bothering everybody. You just gotta ask a little question. What's it to you? <laughs> well folks, Master Dixon has just gave me great justice. He took my story, he changed it, and made it sound just as good, just gave it a more up-to-date version. Because the man who told me the story, I changed it a little bit from his story. Now, the original story, now this is not mine, this is what the man said. So, this man on earth walked around and he talked about everybody and everything that they did. He said, young blood, I'm going to teach you a little rule about this man who did this. And I'm like, okay. I said, I'm willing to listen. He's like, no, no, no. I want you to listen, and then I want you to tell me what I told you. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm listening. So he says, so this man dies, right? Check it out. He dies. I'm like, okay. He gets to heaven. There's the gates. Gates open. He walks in. No St. Peter is up there. He just walks on in. Before he can even knock, the door opens up. And guess who's at the door? I'm like, who? St. Peter? Like, nah, it's Jesus. Jesus is at the door. So the man's like, Lord, I knew I was going to get to go to heaven. And Jesus ain't said nothing. He just looked at him. And got him down this hallway. And this hallway had four doors on it. Four doors, brother. So you know they in a mansion. I'm like, okay, cool. So then he like, so they get to the first door. Jesus opened the first door. Man look in. He like, Lord, how this man get in the hell? Man, he a drunk, an alcoholic, shoot dice, do drugs, beat his wife. How did he get in the heaven, Lord? And Jesus just looked at him, didn't say nothing. Takes him to the next door. Open the door up. Dude looks in again. Lord, how's she getting to help? She's a prostitute. She got kids out of wedlock. She do drugs. She sleep with different men. Excuse me. She just wrong, Lord. She don't even go to church. She don't even worship. How'd she get to help? And Lord just looked. Didn't say nothing. Took him to the next door. Opened the phone. He looks in. He said, oh, Lord, that pastor is no good, Lord. He be, he be stealing money. He be drinking after church. He smoking. He cursing. He gambling. Lord, how in the heck did he get to heaven? And Jesus just looked at him again. Went to that last door, door number four. Jesus opened the door up. Man look in. And he looks at Jesus and say, Lord, why is all these people staring at me? And Jesus looks at him and say, they trying to figure out how did you get into heaven? Because guess what? I'm the only one that can judge. So when did you get my job? Bye-bye. And kick this butt out of heaven. That was the original story that was taught to me. My version became this. So a man dies and he goes to heaven. He gets to this mansion in heaven. And the door opens up and it's Jesus. And the man looks and he says, Lord... Oh, thank you, Lord. I knew I was going to go to heaven. I knew I was going to go to heaven, Lord, because I did all this on earth. 
I gave the people. I went to church every Sunday, Lord. I walked around. I worshiped you, Lord, every Sunday. Lord, I knew I was going to get to heaven. And I was on them people for being all kind of way. So, man walks in. He looks down this hallway. There's some doors there. First door. Man looks in. He's like, Lord. Oh, Lord. That man right there, Lord. He was sitting out here drinking. He be smoking. He be hitting women, Lord. He got kids out of wedlock. Lord, how did he get in heaven? Jesus just looked down. Went to the next door. Jesus opened that door up. He looks in. He's like, Lord. Oh, Lord. That's that girl. She be out there on them streets. She a hooker. She got kids out of wedlock. She be sleeping with different men. She be doing all these things, Lord. And Lord didn't say nothing again. Just looked down. Went to that door number three. Open it up. Oh, Lord. That's the pastor, Lord. He be smoking. He be drinking. Lord, he be gambling. Lord, how he get to go to heaven? And Jesus ain't said nothing. So then they go ahead, go to that number, to that last door, door number four. And they open that door up. And that man looks in. And he's like, Lord, why are all these people staring at me? And the Lord looks at him and say, they still trying to figure out how the hell did you get into heaven? When I'm the only one that can judge and kick them out of heaven. So, the stories are all the same, all three versions, the original, mines, and decks. But if you notice, we paraphrase our own ideas into it. And that's how a lesson is supposed to be. That's how the Bible is. It started off this way, and then they put their version in and their version in, and it kept changing and changing and changing. And that's why none of the books match, because well, they match now, and they had to go remake them match. But originally... They wasn't matching because everybody had different outlooks on what they seen. The same story. Why well, I think it was 13 apostles, right? And with them 13, they all had their own books, right? No, nah, it was a trick. Some of them missed out their gospels. They were taken out of the book. But you have to go and research that for yourself. But yes. Some of the apostles' books did not make it to the Bible. It was removed and restricted. Just like the book of Elon. I mean, e, 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 Enoch. Enoch. Sorry, I have a speech problem. Enoch was removed. Because originally it was for the Bible, the Holy Bible. And it was removed because it had too much that didn't fit into the program. See what I'm saying? We were saying, oh, you're describing aliens and all this stuff. That ain't going to work for us. Now, mind you, the Savior was a person who traveled the world to learn from other cultures, faiths, religions, and beliefs. And he did that. And mind you, the Bible is actually that book of all of those different things mixed in. That's why it fits with the Quran, it fits with the Torah, it fits with the Hajar, it fits with all these other books because guess what? He used pieces of those books to make that book. 
and the understanding that we get from it is sometimes it's like this if somebody had original pig lat and they talk the original pig latin but you go by the sorry you go by the pig latin that you know you're not going to get the same understanding some things are going to get twisted up because you'll never know what the original really was because it's being translated over time these books was translated over time and then rewritten by a bunch of guys who were priests of the catholic church who decided that this was how it was going to be and then that was documented and changed by king james so his version is totally different from the original why well, then you have the old testament and the new testament the king james version of the bible what gives him the right to have his own whole version of the bible that would make you put him like right up there with jesus or god he has his own bible so that's the reason why i say you have to get the understanding the same story the same meaning just in how we fit it into our categories that's why i had to clap because it gave me pride and justice to know that you remembered the whole story and you added your own characteristic which means you have learned the secret of growth you can now grow with me as we grow along and i'm gonna be throwing it out there randomly to the people i'm gonna see if they remember things i say just so i can see if they're really listening to what i'm saying because i got you baby one sec for me to pass the message on and make sure that it's getting received I have to have somebody to let me know that it's being received because the understanding for me to pass on is my job is to pass on my knowledge your job is to pass on the knowledge that you got from me to the next you which would be him and then his job is to pass it on that he got from him 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 him, him and then to him see what i'm saying we have to keep passing it down to our babies I tried to pass everything I could down to my kids. Cooking, uh, money, you know, skill sets, survival sets. Because I wanted them to be able to be able to handle themselves if something should ever happen to me. You got some kids out here that don't even know how to cook. My kids know how to go in there and take raw meat and make it into a meal. Most people use a microwave. You got some kids that don't know how to bathe themselves or take care of themselves. My kids do. Because they'll tell you, daddy be in the shower two, three times a day if he think he's too sweaty. I got up one morning, took, took a shower, cleaned up the house, went outside, cut the grass, felt nasty again, went, got back in the shower before. And mind you, I was off work. But I felt so icky till I had to get back in the shower. And then I was out in the heat later on that day and still felt icky and got back in the shower again. Because I was feeling so clean from that water just washing down over me. So it felt like it was a relief. 
and all that icky work from cleaning in the yards and running around this heat, every time I was able to wash that away and then start over to the next chapter and wash that away and then get to that final chapter where it was just me laying down or me trying to connect to my ancestors, it was a chance for my body to finally say, okay, zine time, we're done. They'll tell you that one day I was sick. I came in for work, I told everybody in the house, I'm going to bed. I said, good night, love y'all, I'm going to bed, I don't feel good. Everybody thought I was going to be up. They were like, man, you really went to sleep. I'm like, yeah, I told y'all. When, I, when my body tell me something ain't right, then I know something ain't right. It's telling me I need to go shut it down. Guess what? I'm going to shut it down. Most people don't listen to the simple fact of what their body tells them. Trust me, you need to listen. Because you could be driving and your body say, oh, we shutting down. And you don't. Guess who is going to shut you down? Your body. Like Dex playing this music break. Shoot me, baby. Yeah, I tone help to relieve that mind and that stress i want to say it was the craziest thing today so i went into work and i was just ready to turn right back around it was just like a chaotic dump everything off on people day that was going on and i was like wow so i turned right back around and I get my little marching orders and I get them done and all this other crap. The only good thing is I have seen some sights today that will make me forever not forget them in my head. And my boy is listening. He know what I'm talking about. It has been a long, long day. But I'm not sad about it and I'm not upset. I took it and I strived. I didn't let it get to me. Early I was talking about, I want to quit and go find me another job. But you know your boy ain't going to never quit till he got another job already working and got that money coming back in to make up for that job. But these jobs don't understand that sometimes you can take a good person and make them not want to be there. And that's when you do the wrong thing by beating them down. People will tell you, I'm a hard worker. It ain't too much I don't know. It ain't too much I won't do. And my crew will tell you, oh, he ain't going to do, he ain't going to tell us to do nothing he won't do himself. 
I pride myself on that. My kids will tell you, my dad tell you he gonna get it done, he gonna get up and do it. Because that's the thing, you have to be about that word, you have to get it done. When it comes down to trying to be strong and strength, be honest with yourself. If you know you came to get it done, then don't say you will, say you will try or you'll see. Or maybe you'll look into it. Don't say I'm going to do it if you know yourself that you can't do it. If somebody tell you walk into a house on fire and you say I'm going to do it and you don't do it, then guess what? That makes you a welcher, right? It makes you a man that's not by the word. But if you say, well, the house is on fire. Let me see what I can do. Then that makes them know like, okay, well, he didn't say he was going to do it, but he said he's going to try to That's the reason why I say things like that. I used to tell people all the time, if I tell you I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I tell you I'm going to see what I can do or yeah, I might be able to do it, then that means I'm not giving you a yes or a no. I'm saying I'm going to look into the situation and see is it possible. If it's possible, then I will do it. If it ain't possible, then I won't do it. I keep telling people we're not perfect and we have to stop acting like we're perfect. He made us to be imperfect. He made us to be clumsy. He made us to be silly. Mess be happy, sad. So basically, you're not gonna be perfect. Perfect would be a robot. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have no reason. It's just there. Waiting on the order. And people don't realize the analogies that I give people. It's not that I'm trying to be mean or I'm trying to point people out or things like that. It's just if you're not prepared for the real world out here, it will eat you alive and spit you out. So if I can pass on the knowledge to help you out before you might make that mistake or walk out there, then what do it hurt to listen? I ain't put a gun in your head and said you better listen. I said, just listen. Take my opinion or my advice or my suggestion and just take it into consideration. You ain't got to follow it. You're like, man, okay, uh-huh. But at least you heard what I said. And those few words might be that very thing that could be a life and death situation or a lesson to a little one. A lesson to someone that's having a bad day. Might not even have to be a family man. You could be like, yo, man, you be at work and do about the, like, go schizo. And you be like, hold on, bro, man. Let me tell you this story that was told to me. And guess what? You didn't calm this man down. We have so many people who do good things, like with me. I have people come in, and I can sense something's wrong. And I ain't saying I'm a psychic. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But it's just the feeling that I get from people. And I'm not an empath either. I just get feelings from people on how they feel. 
Now, if I do have those gifts, I don't know. I haven't tried to use them. I've been trying to use the power of the elements, becoming one with nature, absorbing and becoming one with nature. Earth, wind, fire, water, fifth element, the vessel. That's what I want to be a part of. People see her and they don't understand. Without those four elements, we would not exist. And the fifth element being the vessel, which could actually easily be the earth itself. Because it does harvest all of them. But the biggest understanding is this. If you're going to do things like this, and you're going to try to get an understanding of what you're seeing on this beautiful blue ball that we live on, then we might as well miss the concept that it was made for. It was made for us to drill on it, live on it, and be one with it. We have lost that way. I go up and down the street and I see trash all the time. Do you know in my cars, they will tell you if we ride and I think you about uh 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 don't throw none out that window. We'll just wait till we get to a trash can or something. Because it's not the earth's problem to deal with our crap. They're finding plastic everywhere. They're finding all these different chemicals. Ozone layer is just getting worse and worse, and you're still talking 2030. Go ahead and make your action. Go ahead and do the whole, why you have to pay an arm and a leg to get solar power in your house? Give the people the solar power for free. But you can't do that because then it would attack your energy market. And if they attack the energy market, you attack the what? The economy. So that's the reason why you still have to pay and you get those solar panels from ADT and all those other solar companies. The things that we go through and the things that we see are never the same and they're never to be believed until you can believe it with what you see with your own eyes. If you sit in the house and you concentrate real, real hard and you think you've seen something move, then guess what? Nine times out of ten, it probably did. Because you have stopped closing your eyes and now they are actually open to everything that you see. So basically, my lesson to everyone is this. Love yourself. Love your neighbors. Let's not be so judgmental. Let's not be so hot-tempered where we're ready to throw hands and simple arguments. If the argument is occurring, just walk away. Your boy is leaving out tonight. Jay Kingdom, LGE, the family, the five crowns. Guys, you got anything to say before we cut it out? Anybody else? LGE? 
cutting out. All right, he gave us a head nod. So let's move on to the next step. Let's pass it 